Welcome to Always Hold On to Superman and Lois. On this podcast, we talk about each and every episode of the Superman TV show currently airing on The CW. I'm Zach, and I'm joined by my personal Lois Lane. Sarah, what's up, Sarah? Hello. Back for another episode, huh? For now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we were talking about the second episode of Superman and Lois' first season, Heritage. Oh, that's what it's called? That's correct. Oh. hmm. They never show episode titles on the screens anymore. It's a shame. Star Trek was the only people who did it. Twilight Zone did it. Um, Lovecraft Country did it. I was about to say that, but I was blanking blanking on the name. I can't remember names anymore. I mean, that title kind of makes sense. That would have been a Smallville title. It never was. How does that title make sense to you? That doesn't make sense to me. Because he goes and finds his Kryptonian heritage at the Fortress of Solitude. So if if there was never an episode of Smallville called Heritage, but there totally could have been. uh, Because Smallville only had one-word episode titles, so they were kind of limited. Oh, uh, yeah. Why do that? Because it kind of forces your creativity. Okay. They didn't realize they were going to have 217, 218 episodes when they did that. Though. <laughs> They're running so out of words. <laughs> they were. So, so yeah. So, uh, season one, episode two, Heritage. Off the top, what do you think? I, I thought this was a great follow-up, and I liked it just as much as the first one, if maybe more. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Maybe... Maybe because the first one just had like so much more going on and they're laying the groundwork for a lot of things. And in this one, it's like, oh, okay, more more of the same. And I, the movement in this one was really more with Lois, I think. The story arc, I guess, was mm-hmm. more for Lois, which I actually like that part being a journalist. But for everyone else, it was just like, okay, more like teenage son drama. You know, this Luther Luthor guy is back. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Lex Luthor is the correct pronunciation. Luthor. Okay. People, I mean, people say Luther. It really annoys me when people say Luther like that because that's <laughs> that it's E R. <laughs> you know, that's he, his name is O R. But I, you know, I do agree with you. I thought the Superman stuff actually was extremely repetitive from the yeah. first episode, and I was thinking to myself, I think to do this every every episode now. Like Luther's going to show up and in a battle suit, and he's going to have to go fly off. And there's less. I mean, yeah. it, it looks great. I, I actually the special effects continue to look great. I think for on a TV budget, they're doing a fantastic yeah, job. Yeah, visually, it's pretty good. I can still see mountains in the background sometime. Ever since you told me that it's filmed up in Canada, like I said, I've lived in Kansas for a few months. It is flat. It is so flat. There is nothing on the horizon. So when I see stuff in the background, I'm like, those aren't trees. I mean, they do have trees in Kansas. I mean, like, there. I need to show you some shots from Smallville where it's like clearly the whatever mountain range is in British Columbia or <laughs> Vancouver. The Rockies, right? Isn't it the northern I don't end know, of they the go Rockies. That far. The stuff of Superman, it looks great. You know, he's in space again. I was like, this is exactly what happened last week, where he's flying around. So that is repetitive. And he gets knocked out and falls to the ground, ah, but this like, time the hits shot. the ground. It's the same <laughs> stuff, uh, but. It seems like they're going to finally mix up the formula because Lex Luthor's spaceship and his suit have now been destroyed. So where is he? He looked like he was in like a house or something, I, I was like a normal confused. type environment. Yeah, he's in some bunker somewhere. I, I, guess I wouldn't he, even say a bunker. It looked like a trailer. I guess he set one up somewhere because, yeah, because I thought when his ship blew up, he'd lose his AI, but that wouldn't make sense. So I, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I guess that's, let, let's just talk about his stuff off the top and get that out of the way. That was sure. the least interesting stuff I from agree. the first episode continues to be frustrating because it's like what they did here is they introduce the trope that i really am sick of and Uh it's evil superman (laughs) it's at the end they're like they're so creative and original until this episode (laughs) it's the trope that a lot of what if stories and comic books and video games and stuff Mm -hmm. people love this trope of oh what if superman was evil now you don't know this but the suit that 
Superman was wearing at the end with those flashbacks with General Lane and, and Lex Luthor. Yeah, it was like darker or something, Yeah, right? so that is a, a black Superman suit, which is the same exact prop that they used in the Elseworlds crossover on the Arrowverse a couple years ago. Yeah, okay, I don't know this. Well, they clearly were <laughs> like, oh, well, let's pull that out of the closet, and now he's evil Superman, right? And yeah. he's blowing up, he's, you know, melting armies. and Clearly, he had become a dictator, and, like, the people of Earth rose up against him, and he was destroying them, and somehow... Well, you know, that's, that's... I think you're going too far. We don't know that. Well, we, we don't... <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I mean, you don't know it either. You're assuming because you have all this other stuff in your head, but no, you don't know that either. Well, yeah, we, you know, we don't know. And I just... I'm not interested to find out this mystery. I don't care. Like, I just... I don't care about these... We had this whole Christ on Infinite Earth thing to, like, clean all this up, and now they're like, oh, here's another Earth that you didn't know about. I would have been fine if, like, every episode, the emergency for Superman was, like, some little thing he could, like, wrap up every time. Like, a Law & Order episode. Or oh, this crime happened, and then we solve the case. Or not solve it, but get the suspects, right? Or any sort of CSI show. Like, something happens, and we solve the whole thing. That would have been fine with me if we had, like, the whole family stuff going on, and Superman had, like, a little case during each episode instead of this big story... Arc, well, that's, that's how TV shows are today, unfortunately. It's like everything is connected, and there's pros and cons to that. I hope they do find a balance of being more episodic, where, like, I would like, yeah, I agree. I have, like, one episode where Superman has to go off, and the whole episode is him solving a problem Something, yeah. or a mystery or a challenge, mm-hmm. and then by the end, he comes it's back and resolved, it's resolved, yeah, and, and it's I'm back cool to with, family time. I'm cool with little connective things between the episodes, but these whole overarching plots do get tiresome sometimes, because it's always some big... And all these CW shows that, you know, and they're over here, they always have some season-long villain twist or something, mm. and that's what they're doing with him. It's interesting that he shows up and he tries to talk to Lois's dad, and it's like, you you were like me. Okay, and, yeah, and I thought Earth. that was interesting, too, because it was, like, what did I... I took notes on this as well, and it's just like... I was like sowing distrust against Superman by attacking the Department of Defense. I was like, not how I would do it. But okay, interesting approach. That's how you get their attention. I guess. But, but, but I mean, there are so many ways to be like, hey, you're like talking to the wrong guy or something. But you know, attacking people with your empty suit is. I, an I, I suspect this suit might be empty because it was doing like a bzz, bzz, like when the head was turning. I was like, it wasn't doing that earlier. Oh, I know. And, and then when Superman rips it apart, it's empty. He does say at the end he'll need a new suit. So okay. Well, at least we'll mix up <laughs> finally. But how, is be he, how is he getting the suit made? And also, why does he need this kryptonite so bad? To kill Superman that's it but i mean he like stabbed him i don't know i just don't understand why he needs kryptonite well, so bad it's the only way to kill superman no i know but he already stabbed him and it didn't kill him so like well he, he removed it in time like the thing is if he could if you could lock superman in a room with kryptonite for like a few hours he would die hmm. but the fact he pulled it out but it might, what is his end game like just to kill superman i mean i guess that's that's what lex luther's end game always is to me lex luther is more interesting when he's like a multi-layered villain, like in Smallville, yeah. for example, or, or Lois and Clark, other shows where he has other motivations going on and Superman is like in his way. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to be, or I'm an egomaniac and this guy's better than me and like yeah. I'm fixing on him because of that. This is like, must destroy Superman. Like honestly, I thought this Morgan Edge character would be more of like a Lex Luthor mm. from, based on what I've seen from Smallville, which is very limited. But then mm. instead we've got this like dude from maybe another reality or another time or something. Well, and he's like, got this dog tag that says hell. Yeah, but I thought or, it was like, 7734. I mean, yeah, but it's one of those calculator things. Like, <laughs> remember that boobs. thing? that Boobs or boobless, <laughs> that one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all that is. Well, you know, we talked about last time, Sam Lane, and they were like, had a good relationship and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like they're gonna superman and him are starting to have a rift he disagrees with i mean i feel like that's every typical like father-in-law i disagree with what you're doing with my daughter well, and her family bullshit. 
well, that's usually what Superman and, and, and Sam Lane have, have issues, right? Sam Lane is the government. They don't trust Superman sometimes. They started out, interesting, they started out and they're all very on good terms and now just to like mess that up because he hasn't turned on Superman yet, but he, he doesn't like how Clark told the kids a secret. He thinks they're ruining everybody's lives. Like Lois Well, that's is not and, his decision to make. No, it's not. <laughs> but this is his angle that is going to win him over to the, to the bad side, apparently. And I don't know... Given given someone some dog tags from an alternate universe that have the Superman S, that wouldn't convince me. Like they act like it's so significant, but it means I don't, nothing. I don't know. I felt like for the Luthor character, it may have been significant, but I felt like Sam was looking at it confused, like what, like, is what this? the f- is this? Yeah. yeah. So so that whole plot's going on. I, I guess we're gonna see more of this Lex Luthor outside of his battle suit. Uh, nobody knows who he looks like, so I don't. I'm waiting for when he shows up right in Smallville and interacts with Clark. Right, and then they don't know that it's him, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure they'll do that. But apparently, yeah, in in this alternate reality, uh, Sam Lane died, and he was Luther's commanding officer, and they have a bond or something. And so I, I guess I don't know. I don't. I'm not interested. But in see, that. that's the thing. If you have a bond, wouldn't you go around this differently than like I'm going to set these cars on fire and try and kill all your men? Also, but oh. still, if you have a bond, you would probably be like, I know this guy really well, so I know he like always gets coffee at this one place or something, and well, I can slip him a letter. Universe, so I don't know what it be. <sighs> but also, uh, this Sam, just shows a lack of creativity. Sam Lane. Okay. Looks just like himself in another universe. Yes. Well, Lex Luthor does does not clearly because we know what Lex Luthor looks like. He doesn't look like this guy. So there is and, and Superman in the other universe looks just like Tyler Hicklin. So they're establishing mm-hmm. a precedent. But I mean, they, you know, I don't know. They could just decide not to make that connection. Well, I'm going to be very, very upset because that's my second favorite Lex Luthor, and I was very excited to see him on the Superman show. But so you're already assuming a lot that that'll happen. See, this is the problem when you have too much knowledge. You're like, oh, well, this is going to happen. Okay, well, you know what? I have I have too much knowledge. You have no knowledge, and we both don't like this. <laughs> so that should tell you something, all right? So anyway, that's the rabbit hole you go down. They went to the they went to the evil Superman show. They hit the evil Superman button two episodes in. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll see. I, I am glad that this is not going to happen a third week in a row. The exact same way, so that is that is true. That's repetitive. Now, for everything else being repetitive, I actually i I didn't think so. I think this is setting the new status quo for the rest of the season. Like now, mm-hmm. they're in Smallville. How are the kids going to be at school? The football team, Lois and her job. Let's talk about Lois, right? This was a very Lois heavy episode. It kind of I really liked how the opening and closing book ended with her narration. Of like, I think the first episode did that too. No, that was Clark. I know. I'm, you, you no, really I'm pretty it sure Lois. it was Lois. No, it was Clark. But I do like how the episodes start with kind of a voiceover. I feel like that could get old, but I don't know. In this case, I kind of like it. That mm-hmm. it's like instead of some like music or whatever, and you're seeing a montage, it's like somebody talking. I kind of well, like it's that. a storytelling technique, and I think if they don't overuse it, it can be used well. Yeah. I think sometimes they use it as a crutch. Yeah, it's like. Oh, how do we communicate this? It was Let's definitely needed in the pilot, but now I like don't mind it. But I also can't think of a lot of shows right now that start that way. Can you think of any shows that start with like someone kind of like talking? Well, all the Arrowverse shows start with a little narration about who the heroes are, but this is not that. This is a episode specific thing. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Star Trek used to do captain's logs, but they don't do that anymore. So oh, mm-hmm, what can yeah. I say? Another thing I don't watch. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> um, but no, I mean Lois. We were like, what is she going to do? Commute from between Smallville and Metropolis? Oh, no. yeah, we got the an- that answer she, real she, quick. <laughs> she quit her job at the Daily Planet. What, what, what did you think about Lois' whole plot here? Um, yeah, so I really liked it. Um, I just thought it was interesting. They were like, oh, see you for our big night tomorrow. And they're like, oh, it's a city council meeting. I don't know if y'all have ever been to a city council meeting. I've been to a lot. They are not exciting. If they're exciting, something... I don't want to say terrible is happening, but someone is pissed off about something and someone is arguing or they're passing some like big bill or whatever. So as a journalist myself, but also seeing her character, her reporter's spidey senses were on alert like, oh, 
Oh, what's happening? Spidey City Council? Look at that. Like two crossing the streams of Spider-Man and Superman. Well, then. That is the common phrase now. From Spider-Man. Get over it. <laughs> so anyways, I thought that was interesting. And then she goes and you can tell she's like, I'm not going to make a scene. I'm not going to make a scene. And then f***ing Morgan Edge is there and you're just like, okay. And of course, Kyle's like, oh my God, I love Morgan Edge so much. The reaction of, of the two sons like in the background, they're both kind of facepalm when, when Lois stands like, oh, mom. Oh, oh I didn't on. even see that. I must have been like looking down or something. But no, that, that's like, like, oh, mom's going to embarrass us. Right? But I saw that. I think I was looking down because I was like, this is a huge scoop for Lois. She's gone to like some boring ass little towns, like council meeting. And here's Morgan Edge, like the CEO that, you know, as a reporter, you probably don't get a lot of access to, especially when you're writing like critical pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrote a very critical piece in this episode about him, didn't she? Yeah, so that, mm, I have not experienced that personally, but I do know that happens out there, especially in publications that have been purchased by larger companies that don't necessarily have ethics at their hearts. And so when that happened, I was just kind of like, uh, it makes sense. And it was interesting that she what, walked in on a meeting and they were talking about... All that matters is clicks and likes. You yeah, know, this, and I was just like, Ugh. But this is so accurate, though. This yeah. is how, unfortunately, this is how media is these days. Uh, a lot of the, a lot I wouldn't of the say all media. sold out corporate multimedia, perhaps. So. I wouldn't say all. But yeah, it's it's definitely a struggle out there um, to do and, good and journalism And you're right, Morgan sometimes. Edge is doing more like Lex Luthor. Morgan Edge is another, in the comic books, he's just a businessman kind of guy. He's in some shady stuff. So he does Lex Luthor type stuff. That's why he's the guy like who bought the Daily Planet. Now he's running it and i am really curious what does he want to do out there like he's like i'm gonna bring 600 jobs which by the way for real life that is never true whenever a company says we're bringing like a thousand jobs guaranteed it's gonna be like less than well, half that's why Lewis had to stand always up and- always that case mm-hmm. because they'll be like oh we can bring up to this many but then they end up you know cutting costs you know be- to make things affordable and guess what we brought in like robots instead of all the people we said we were gonna hire for this plant hmm. anyways that's an aside but but yeah i guess our theory was somehow they knew that Superman crashed in Smallville and they wanted to buy all the land to look for kryptonite. But But that's that's you bringing that from Smallville from the show. So I'm kind of like, maybe that's not it. But then then Luther did that full scan of the whole planet. (laughs) And there's like, there's no kryptonite anywhere. And I'm just like, okay, well then what the hell does Morgan Edge want with Smallville? I don't know. So maybe it's more real world. No, I mean, he's probably up to something sinister, but is it kryptonite-y? I don't know. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen this actor in anything, uh, but he was fine as Morgan Edge. They made him British. Yeah, it makes sense. So he's, he's a British bad was a Star Wars. He's a British bad guy. So That's not just a Star Wars thing. All the bad guys in Star Wars are British. No, what was that? Oh, there's that Netflix show I watched the about the people that like live like a thousand years or something like that and the bad guy was this dude who ran this like genetics company oh my god i'm totally blank i have to go look at my netflix like watch list or something but i was watching it had a uh, the girl with the really short hair before i got my hair cut i like modeled it after her you know what I'm talking oh about? old guard something guard <laughs> the old guard the old yeah i think that's it and they made the the bad dude was like a british geneticist or something i don't mm-hmm. know Bad, with- uh, Br- Br- British people are cast as bad guys all the time. You're right. Yeah. But I just, my you. mind goes to Star Wars because that's the person I am. Yeah. But uh, the mayor of, uh, of Smallville here. Mm. Uh, wait, wait. This is not another Smallville podcast, babe. We need to talk about this show. But I know, but the... But the no, <laughs> wait, are talking- you saying the mayor of Smallville in the show or the mayor, the mayor, of, the mayor of Smallville in the town? No, the mayor oh, of Smallville okay. in this town here, right? Okay. Uh, so he looked, uh, he looked familiar. He's played by Eric... Keenly side now shout out to Krypton side who pointed this out. He played Chloe's dad, Gabe Sullivan, in Smallville, the original pilot. Means nothing to me, but only <laughs> in deleted scenes because that character was cut out of that episode. And he was recast with another actor for the show. 
Oh, interesting. Superman trivia. That's what I'm here for. So. Okay. Did you know when the Smallville show, the mayor of Smallville is played by the cigarette smoking man from X-Files? I bet what? you didn't. <laughs> smoking man? <laughs> well, I anyway. never watched X-Files. It always scared me too much as a kid. That's a good show. Mm, terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lois didn't have journalism stuff to do in the first one very much at all, but this one she did, and I like how that's come back. And over the course of the season, I'm sure they'll give her more stuff. And now she has a job with the Smallville Gazette. Yeah, okay, about that. I I mean, okay, she's apparently the world's most famous journalist. Yay, good for her. I don't know how much money she's making at the Daily Planet. Um, I know journalists don't typically make that much. But for her to, like, go from working at the Daily Planet, being the world's best, to Smallville, I mean, that pay cut is at least, like, at least $30,000, maybe $40,000 minimum, if I'm just, like, assuming a little bit about what she was making. Well, she's one of two employees of the Gazette. I called that too. I called that one was going to be the editor she was yeah, talking about. I didn't when Lois shows up and no one's there, I'm like, oh, it's going to be, she's in the bathroom or something. The one, the one employee. Yeah. So. But like, but okay, but, but the point I was trying to get to. Yeah. How are they going to pay this mortgage? They took over they his. They paid it off. No, I don't know why you think that. I, I think, don't think they paid I'm it off. I'm pretty sure in the first episode they said they we have enough money off. to pay off the mortgage. So. I watched that episode twice. I do not remember that. Well, there's no way to know. So we'll just have to move on. Well, be one of if somebody go watch it first again so I don't have one to of life's, do it a third time. One of life's great unanswered mysteries. Because they were sitting there at the bank and they, they were like, well, we're actually thinking of staying. And she's like, oh, okay, well, let me look at the pre-negotiated terms for taking over the mortgage, not paying off the mortgage. Well, and I don't know how much like farmland costs. I don't know how many acres the place is. That, you know, changes things. But I'm just kind of like... Clark doesn't have a job, and Lois just quit her presumably high-paying newspaper job to go work at a local paper that I worked at a local paper, and I didn't make above $30,000. How are they paying for things? Did the Daily Planet not have a non-compete clause? Because usually... <laughs> nah, not for newspapers. <laughs> That's only on, on uh, TV and stuff? You for know, anchors, broadcast maybe. Talent? Okay. No, because they're like, if you can go make more money, go do it. Okay. <laughs> they know it's they encouraged can't. encouraged in newspapers. They okay. can't, people can't afford to stay. Did, did, you ever, did you ever do anything for the Fort Bend Star? I work for the Fort Bend Daily Herald. Okay. I did some stuff with the Fort Bend uh, Star in high school. I was like, oh, man. Was that so the cool. lady who got sued for libel and lost? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the Fort she, Bend like, Star? It's, it's, yeah. Is it the, because there's the star and the sun. I can't remember, but one of the ladies, she was just print, like, terrible shit. She was not a good reporter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call her a reporter. But she would just, like, print all kinds of things. And, um... Usually a newspaper can win a libel suit because it's like based in facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it was just all made up or something. And she got sued and lost. Wow. I forget exact, what exactly it was, but it was like a, I wouldn't say a case study, but we talked about it in class or at like other and other newspapers I worked at. Like, wow. <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> well, I just bring it up because I think that's the equivalent from her going from the Houston Chronicle to the Fort Minn Star. <laughs> basically. Not even because it, uh, hmm. Because Forbin Star would be bigger than Smallville, but at the same time, that paper, the Forbin Star, is like even less significant than what a small town paper would be. Well, do you think? I mean, there's only one person working there, so they can't have like daily newspapers, right? <laughs> I mean, they might. She could just turn out everything, and you can get a lot of like submissions and oh, stuff. Oh man, you know what? I I wish that character would have been Chloe Sullivan from Smallville. That would have been perfect. Do we have her name yet? Okay, so looking it up as we're talking here, her name is Chrissy Beppo. That's the character's name? Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, I'd say maybe a missed opportunity there, but maybe they just want to make it kind of separate. There you know? is a Superman character called Beppo, but it's like a old guy who works at the docks in Metropolis, so maybe that's a reference. But anyway, where do you have that? Anyway, so there you go. So now there's two people that work at the Smallville Gazette. Maybe, maybe, maybe Lois moving back. She's going to help rejuvenate the city. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're going to just buy the Smallville <laughs> Gazette since he bought everything. I know, else right? <laughs> Watch. I bet he doesn't, and that's a huge question mark for us. And we're like, why don't you just buy it and put it out of business? Mm-hmm. The end. I thought it was very well done slash did not like or made me uncomfortable, I guess. Um, the scene where Morgan like really kind of makes it sound like Lois is the one that's not going to bring jobs to Smallville and kind of like, I don't want to say puts her in her place, but kind of threatens her mm-hmm. a little bit or threatens the future of the town because of her question. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. And I was also like, man, what a dick. Yeah, true <laughs> to life. Right? The show continues to have true to life stuff in it, which is great. So, uh, And speaking of, hey, the family stuff, right? What you think of that this week? Um, I have to say flying off of Superman is going to be way better in the first day of school. But I also just thought it was kind of weird that like, didn't they tell Jordan that, Hey, you're not going to school like before till five minutes. That, before yeah. I thought that like, that was weird. Like you, there's no, you, there's no sense of the passage of time. Mm-hmm. So you're like, was that like the day before? Was that the week before the night before? Because if you told him the week before, you might've been like, Oh, and then, okay, it makes sense. But it really sounds like they were like, Oh yeah, by the way, like we're keeping you home now. Not cool. Mom well, and Dad. I used to play a game. I'd still do on the Smallville podcast. What day is it? What time is it? Because that stuff never makes any sense <laughs> in the show. Also, they were like, hey, we have a cookout tomorrow, right? Barbecue. So was their first day of school like on a Friday? <laughs> Maybe it was a Friday night. I mean, you can have a barbecue on like a Thursday. It well, doesn't have to be a weekend. Uh, but, uh, but, then but wait, Clark that was, was like, like the middle of the day. Clark so. was like, oh yeah, I, I told your dad was here the other night. I'm like, the other night? That was the last night, Clark. But anyway, these are the things that yeah. that are still out there about the show. But but about the kids, right? I, I like how Jonathan was like, oh, he gets to go fly with the, the Force of Solitude. I have to go to school. And mm-hmm. I thought they were drifting into, oh no, he's going to get jealous territory. But they didn't quite go there. Yeah, I thought that was done really well. But I mean, because it's honestly like life kind of sucks for Jonathan right now. Like he went from being star football player. He's got a girlfriend to everyone hates him. Honestly, when you open that locker, I'm like, is there poop in his locker? Like he just had this look on his face. And I'm just like, what's in there? And then he closes it. So maybe we'll never know. No, maybe I think they it was just like, ugh, like he was like, this is terrible. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, Sarah's boyfriend picking on him with the other football yeah. jocks, jerks, you know. And is that guy like a senior or something? Because they do make him look really tall. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm always like, whoa, like, two feet taller than him or well, something. Well, presumably, Sarah's a freshman. So do you think it's weird for her to be dating a senior on the football team? I mean, if I were a parent, I'd be like, <laughs> but whatever, it's a show, so no. Would it interest you to know that Lana Lang on Smallville dated a senior on the football team on the first season of Smallville? Would not interest me, but, I mean, <laughs> don't they want to not retread every single thing from other shows? I mean, look, if they didn't want me to say these things, they shouldn't have set this in Smallville, okay? You're the only one who controls what you say, Zach. <laughs> Whether Where they said it or not does Smallville not High School is a totally different color scheme, though. It's blue, and it was red and um, yellow in, in, in the show. So. Oh, maybe they're following Friday Night Lights There's when a, it, blue. I'm getting some Friday Night Lights vibes here. I hope they lean into that, because I love Friday Night Lights. That's a I've great show. I've also never seen that. That's a great show. <laughs> I, th- I think Lance has said that is his favorite TV show, so at some point... We got to watch yeah. that show. I wonder how far into the football they're going to go because he's a freshman. Presumably, we have four years of him playing football, so they get really going to yeah. lean into that because on Smallville, you know, he only played football for his senior year. So here we have a kid who's going to play for four years, perhaps. I don't know. I, I mean, it's a small town. That's football's all about it in the small oh, towns, right? Yeah, yeah, especially in like a country place. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't know if football is so big in like places Kansas, like Kansas. Mid- Mid- Midwest America. I don't know. So, yeah. but speaking mm-hmm. of a country place, we, we get to see. Uh, Kyle and Lana's house at their at their barbecue. 
hey, she's a wine mom, apparently walking around with a glass of wine. That I, I think you read too much into that because then Clark comes home and him and his wife were having like a glass of wine on the porch. It's just the thing people do. I agree. Like I saw that and I was like, oh, they're trying to tell us something. I'm like, oh no, they just like wine on the show apparently. <laughs> so yeah. uh, but the so I think I liked uh Kyle and uh, Lois's interaction outside. Oh yeah. So when she goes over there and he's like, We don't have any tofu burgers or whatever it is he says. Um, and I for a minute I was just like, Oh man, Kyle's a dick. He's not gonna give her any food. What a terrible host. And then he like lectures her or something and then like gives her food. I'm like, okay, fine. Okay, Kyle Enjoy the rib. Still don't like Kyle. <laughs> But whatever. And then later she was like, his barbecue is really good. I was like, oh, <laughs> of course I was. really wanted it to be bad. That was funny. Like, She's like, it was really good, though. <laughs> yeah. Kind of hate that. I don't know. I'm, I'm that kind of person when you don't like someone, you're like, mm, I want this to be bad. And then you're like, damn it, it's actually mm-hmm. not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're keeping that with him. Uh, we'll see when he takes a real, I'm waiting for it. He'll take a real turn. Like a redemption like, type thing. We'll find out something. We'll see. Mm, but right maybe. now they're towing the line pretty well with him, I think. So. Not telling the line, just keeping him as that character, I think. And a character I don't think we even mentioned last time, but uh, Sarah's little sister, whose name I don't even Sophie? know. Sophie? Oh, maybe. Good I job. think it's so- S&S, Sophie. S&S, babe. There it is. Sophia, maybe. Two J's for Clark, two S's for Lana. Oh, so. <laughs> Another pet, sec- pet peeve. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see if that character has anything to do ever. I, I, I assume we'll get more Just say her. more awkward things, probably, to pop mm-hmm. up and be like, oh, she broke up with her boyfriend because she said she liked you. And no, it's like, so it you're not supposed to say that. Yeah, so what's the, what's the deal with Sarah? She, she likes she liking Jordan, huh? She's like, hey, Jordan. I don't know. They could just be friends. Mm. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, though. When she shut up. She's like, oh, I thought you were sick. And then Jordan's like, oh, I don't have control over my issues. I'm like, I don't know the half of it, Sarah. Yeah. But, you know, she interprets that how she wants to because of their previous conversations. Right, right. So, so But now he's allowed to go to school because he got the uh, calling device. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. So. But what was mostly interesting, we didn't even talk about them going to the Fortress of Solitude. Right, oh, right Yeah, right, right. we totally skipped over that. What did you think of that? So when he flies off and you're like, oh, they're going to the Fortress of Solitude. I'm like, how do you know that? Oh, okay. Well, you you know all this shit. That's why. But then they do all those tests and I'm just like, man, Jordan's going to be crushed. And it was kind of like, I don't know, kind of cruel, like second episode in to like show him all this stuff, like revealing all these secrets. And then the AI dad is like, no, man, he's just a regular human. He'll never be like you. But then how can you explain these other things? So I have a theory. Don't know if it'll be true or not. But maybe there his powers only come out when he's around his brother. I don't know. It could be something, or maybe it only comes out like I think you suggested when there's like an emotional, strong emotional adrenaline thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. He like fell, and then he, the pipes were falling on him. But then his brother rushed to save him, and like I guess he was scared, right? Or he like uh-huh. tried to save both of them, and then when his brother's getting beat up. That's when he had that laser beam eyes <laughs> an ocular uh what do they call it an ocular, ocular heat vision i don't even know i just love how he was like you had an ocular expulsion like is that really what we're calling yeah it? i know i was just like move sure that down i have no idea either i mean it would be interesting they're twins right so i wonder if they might play on that but because they are fraternal twins that means there are two eggs so you can't say they're like the same person which you would say with an identical twin mm-hmm. um we'll yeah. see I, I perhaps this is their way of not having to deal with multiple superpowered people all the time. Right. I feel like his power is going to be really convenient. Oh, yeah, like something happens. Save the day, kid. Like that. Well, it's like, you know, a Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, right? It's like sometimes he can use the Force and save the day. Sometimes he can't. And that's what they're kind of going for here. So I've seen a few episodes of that. I don't know if I've seen the episodes where he, like, used the Force. I just saw him being, like, mischievous. So speaking of the Fortress, it was okay. Angus McFadden plays Jor-El. Uh, you nah. might know him from Braveheart or Equilibrium. 
Um, it's the most Scottish name ever, by the way. I know. I like I like both those movies, but uh, yeah, super Scotch. So Scottish, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really like the visualization of Jarrell. He's just like he looks like a a dad cosplaying a Superman. Like, hey, I'm gonna <laughs> like I don't know how hey, they could. Hey, son, done this it. is your grandpa who we named you after. Well, I mean, they gave him the cape and the S. It, it's like okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I maybe just a floating head, or maybe like I don't know. That would have been way weirder. I don't know. Floating I, head. It was. I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't love it to be honest. I didn't love the Jarrell Fortress Solitude stuff, and usually I like that stuff. So we'll see. I'm, Sorry, I'm sure he'll pop up more often as as we go. But I don't know. It was just kind of like when he's standing over there and the AI is talking to him, like he is nothing but a normal human being. And I was just like, oh man, I hope Dorian can't hear this. And next <laughs> thing you know, he turns around. I was like, oh, I guess he could hear it. <laughs> Something I thought was nice was when Jordan and Jonathan have like a nice bro moment at the end. Because mm-hmm. they had they kind of had a fight earlier. You know, yeah. about, I came here for you, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they patched stuff up. Yeah, and Jonathan's trying to be like, you know, bigger, like the adult, you know, take the high road and not say that, hey, the kids at school are bullying me because of you, because we moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really nice. And they handled it like really maturely. So I think there's going to be some interesting like character development with them. I'm impre- um, I continue to be impressed by that. Yeah. They keep drifting. I'm like, don't do it. And they come right back. And I'm like, all right, thank you. I mean, there, there might still be something, right? Season three, but... one of these two kids is turning evil. All right. And they have to fight each other. Calling it Jordan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. Plot twist. Jonathan. Exactly. Because he's been the nice, wholesome one the whole time. Yeah. 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 I hope not, but I'm calling it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I thought that was nice. They just came together and what did he say he was like appreciate i know that you moved here for me too or something mm-hmm. i don't know it's just like oh wow it's like really heartfelt mm-hmm. also when they were having that argument on the stairs and the mom was mom what did what did lois say she was just she we like, were invited to this as a family and we're going as a family okay that oh my god if y'all have like siblings and y'all get an argument before you go somewhere the last thing you want to do is get in that car and drive to whatever that thing is i don't care if it's grandma's house i don't care if it's like the theater or school the last thing you want to do is like go as a family and put on a happy face mm-hmm. but i thought it was good that lois was just like i hear like basically she acknowledged that both her sons are like struggling with something and it's like and that must really suck and i just gotta say it's like a really good communication technique mm-hmm. so i was just like oh good you know they actually like cared about doing this lois seems like a good mom but then when she was just like we're all going to the thing i was like oh lois come on yeah and then when she brought him to the town hall too i was like don't bring the kids to the town they can leave the kids home they're 14 yeah, yeah. but you know they might like wander into the barn and fall off something right. oh, or well, like oh, find right. a spaceship she, she they cannot be left alone she did not want them to hear about the superman business between oh yeah Yeah. you know i was wondering about that i was like how open are they gonna be with their kids and i was like well it's kind of dangerous right if your dad's like a four-star general i don't know he's a general he's in charge general is he is he Mm four-star general okay so if he's a four-star general and he's showing up talking all the time like you don't want your kids to know that because they become a target yeah and even clark wonders like how much does he really know about me you know does he know that we live here to have kids and i guess this lex Luthor doesn't know all that maybe he doesn't know superman's Mm. secret identity um because even at the end whatever lex Luthor's computer was like this kal-el seems to be different than yours she's like for now i'm like all right yeah i know that was weird you might be good now but you're gonna someone's got a vendetta Mm -hmm. speaking of the family stuff though near the end when uh when they come downstairs and clark's like sit down they're like oh what's up like sit down i'm like are they in trouble (laughs) but apparently clark was in trouble because he was like hey look i don't know what i'm doing here i'm trying to figure out best i can just bear with me and i that was that was a good scene between all there's some good some good family scenes here yeah so Superman being a good dad, at least trying to be. It's not realistic though to like talk to your kids like that at fourteen. I don't know. I don't know. 
we wouldn't know. So <laughs> I think in our experience, we never got that. <laughs> so it was like, mm, that definitely seemed like a, an equal, on equal footing. And I don't know, maybe some families are like that, or maybe uh-huh. this is just how fake TV families are. And that's why you think your family is <laughs> up. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I think your family's other like this, but I think there's enough real world I stuff sprinkled in here, which makes you like, makes it all relatable. So I, yeah. I, I think there's, there's somebody in this show for everybody, I think. So those are our thoughts on the second episode of Superman and Lois. I think a strong continuation. It's set up like now they're in Smallville. Now Lois answers our question. Lois has closed the book on Metropolis. So they were never going to go back to Metropolis because she quit her job at the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. I did like how she said, this is the best thing I've written since you bought the paper. And I was like, it's a huge envelope. I'm like, oh, what's it going to be? Some yeah. giant like scathing thing. No, I quit. <laughs> That's a really good resignation letter there for her. And um, and yeah, so yeah, um, we'll never see Metropolis again. Uh, we'll be in Smallville. She'll work, be working at the Smallville Gazette. And uh, there we go. So mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I, to your point, though, I, I would like to see more. I mean, yeah, we're going to have the overarching, the Morgan Edge story and the Lex Luthor story. Or you know, Luthor, we'll see if it's Lex Luthor. We're going to have like football issues for Jonathan mm-hmm. and I guess social Superman skills. Mm-hmm. leaking out i guess and, and with love triangle stuff for for jordan trying to get with uh with sarah cushing so. i guess i don't know but, oh by the way and they confirmed that jordan was named after jorel in this episode yeah um, yeah I did. so, so that was that. cool because they wouldn't know that because they didn't know their dad was superman that's another mm-hmm. thing like you were named after my son my father jonathan and you're just a random name jordan <laughs> you know the whole his whole life he's <laughs> the thought double he was a J, random name yeah. so that's too bad but uh I would like to see little, like you were saying, little adventures like Lois to do a journalism thing that's wrapped up in one episode. Superman yeah. do a thing that's wrapped up in one episode. It can tie into the greater plot, but I like to see some kind of some things that have, you know, resolution to. Yeah, them. I don't necessarily want to see like a fight between him and Luthor. You know, every episode, like right. I could do without that. Well, there are dozens of Superman villains, so let's see some of them, please. Mm, that's that's yeah. my thing. So, well, cool. Well, yeah. Uh, so two episodes in, you still liking the show? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I, I like the first one better. Um, I don't know, maybe because it was more detailed, maybe because it was longer, maybe they're about the same length. I didn't really track yeah, the, that. No, this one is traditional length of an of a hour time slot. The other one okay. was an hour and a half time slot. Okay. So, the, And all the episodes will be this length moving forward. So Yeah, maybe, maybe I like the other one better because it was just more set up, right? But now it's like, oh, okay, some repetitive things. And it's only the second episode, so I shouldn't be tired of it already. But mm-hmm. um, just... I just felt like this one wasn't as creative. Um, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, but but you're, you're absolutely right about the repetitive nature. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm I like is this call. what it's going to be like? He's, I've got to fly into space. I'm going to beat this guy up in a suit. It's mm-hmm. a, we're gonna, you know, that kind of thing. But I think now, now they've shucked that up because the suit's gone, the ship's gone. Um, we don't know where this guy's hiding out at. Yeah. I, I feel like Luther won't be in every episode. Like he's in these first two to establish him, and then it'll probably be three or four episodes before he pops up again. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Oh, and, and when is Sam Lane going to turn on Superman? Um, Maybe sooner than we think. After he, he was like, "You ruined their lives," yeah. or whatever. I'm like, yeah. "Thanks, Grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go. Yeah, no, I, I'm liking. It. I'm looking forward to the next one, and I think they're I think they're doing a great job. Like they're two for two in my book. So two for two for you. Yeah, I guess maybe one and a half. One and a half. Okay. I don't know. I just I'm I'm just kind of like. You know me, sometimes I'll watch something and I will totally call what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is like, some of the things I've said, is that what's going to happen? I shouldn't be able to call it this early in. And I just, I just don't know yet. Well, I call so things I'm just, too. I'm just looking like, what? Like, I called that she was the editor. Okay, yeah. And the Fortress of Solitude. But that's more my Superman knowledge. I know. So. Yeah, it's less you. It's less like, oh, I see where this plot's going and it's going here. There's an episode of Star Trek where they tried to, uh, 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 where Data plays Sherlock Holmes. 
and oh, nice. and they and they try to they try to make it where he they try to prove he's trying to prove that he could guess stuff, you know. Yeah. And so they go on the holodeck and they play Sherlock Holmes. Like you didn't guess anything; you just know Sherlock Holmes, and these are all these stories put together. <laughs> so you didn't use any deductive reasoning. Yeah, so there you go. That's you. This, this is Sherlock Holmes, and I'm Data, and I'm like, oh well, yeah, I read all the stories, so I know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. we'll see, though. This is this is uncharted territory in a lot of ways, and I'm yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to what they do. Is Clark just going to be working on the farm though? Like, is that just? I, yeah, I know, but he said I wanted to I want to bring reopen this the farm. Yeah. yeah, reopen the farm and bring it back. And like, what did they? Farm corn, soy. Cows? I mean, like, he's Superman, so he Cows? can he can he can do all these chores in no time. So. I know. Remember, they said that they're like they always got everything in fastest. I'm like, yeah, yeah because how. <laughs> Clark is out there doing it all. You know, no flashbacks this episode. Uh, yeah, I expected a flashback every episode to be honest. So, and we have our uh, well, I get we have that alternate universe flashback. So, oh. we'll see. but I, that's not what I was talking. That's something we were talking about last time. So, we'll see. I want to yeah. see more of that old costume. So. We will see. But yeah, we'll keep it up, Superman and Lois. Um, yeah. We're enjoying the show and uh, looking forward to next week. But uh, but yeah, always Smallville on Twitter, always on Smallville on Facebook, and always Smallville at gmail.com on email. So until next week, when we talk about episode three, always hold on to Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois.